We all want to help our kids stay mentally and physically well all of the time, but especially during the pandemic. And joining me today to help us keep our kids active during COVID-19 is Dr. Anita Juvati. She's a board-certified pediatrician at Stanford Children's Health. This is Health Talks from Stanford Children's Health. I'm Scott Webb. So, Doctor, thanks so much for being on. Of course, we're still in the midst of this pandemic and everybody wants to stay mentally and physically well. So why is it important to make sure that families are keeping up with their activity levels? We're seeing without regular exercise and movement, kids can get physically, mentally, emotionally not feel well. So we want to encourage as much as possible daily movement. The physical aspect of it would be it boosts your immunity, it makes you feel well, keeps you from gaining weight, of course, mentally and emotionally. Getting out there, getting some exercise every day, moving every day makes kids less likely to be depressed, there's less likelihood of eating disorders, and it makes them feel like they're not so disconnected from the outside world if you know they're out there meeting other friends or working out or doing anything fun, which is a little bit more uplifting. And workout for me is, it's like Prozac or Zoloft. It's the most mood elevating thing you could be doing. Yeah. So doctor, what are the dangers when families, especially kids, aren't keeping up with their activity levels during COVID-19. We're worried that children that are not being active might be at risk for gaining weight. And as we found out over the last few months, obesity seems to be a huge risk factor for getting a worse case of COVID than their healthy peers. Um, The second thing that we've noticed is that somehow vitamin D seems to be linked to getting worse case of COVID. So if you have adequate vitamin D levels, you're less likely to get a severe case of COVID. We don't know if this is a coincidental finding, but we certainly should be paying attention to our vitamin D levels by getting out there, getting some fresh air. And then the third thing is getting some physical activity like you would if the children were in school and they had passing period and they had recess and they continued to keep moving. It helps their focus and attention and you actually have a better performance. I'm noticing certainly in my practice that some of these kids are having more homework than they used to, or they're getting less efficient at doing their homework. So what used to take them three hours is now taking them six or seven hours to do their homework. And I firmly believe it's because they're not getting their exercise that they need for the day. So I think if I were to summarize, I would say that the three big things would be boosting your immunity so you can fight the infection better, making sure your weight stays in the healthy range so that you don't have a risk factor for a severe infection. And the third thing would be to help you focus and get your work done more efficiently. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned appointments there, and it's so great to have your expertise because you're actually seeing patients, you know, seeing kids. And are there reasons why parents need to bring their kids in for appointments right now? Yes, so we want to make sure that the kids are protected against other infections that might be around in the community. So things like measles and pertussis, which is whooping cough, and right now influenza. So we want to make sure these children are seen. They're given their immunizations on time. So we do not want in the middle of a pandemic to have an outbreak of measles or a worse case of influenza. And then we want to make sure that the children are healthy emotionally and physically. So it's kind of nice to kind of connect with the pediatrician to see how everybody's doing. But also, it's comforting for the families to see that, oh, it looks like the pediatricians are recommending that we should be out there and that they should be getting some activity and we shouldn't be isolated at home. So particularly for families that have been extremely worried and have been in complete lockdown since March, even though we've eased restrictions county by county, 
it's a good idea to connect with your pediatrician to get firsthand news rather than hearing about it from social media. Yeah, no doubt. And I took both of my kids in for flu shots and they were not happy with me. (laughs) But I did tell them, I said, the last thing we want would be free to get the flu and COVID, which we understand it is possible to get both. I said, so we're going to do what little we can and we're going for the flu shots and you can thank me later. So (laughs) you talked about the many benefits to being active. So let's talk about that specifically. How much time should families and kids be active, whether it's every day or every week? Yeah, so I would say at a minimum, we want to make sure that children and adults get about 30 minutes of exercise every day on weekdays if you can, and on weekends, maybe making it an hour. So we're talking about five hours a week, and that's not much. It's not a huge commitment if you consider how many hours we have in a week. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't seem like much. And of course, you don't have to you know, go to a fancy gym to work out. I mean, there's nothing that beats just going outside and getting some fresh air and just walking, just kind of walking rapidly around the neighborhood, whether that's for kids or for adults or doing it together as a family. Let's talk about some of the specific benefits that exercise has for kids and for adults, for the parents. Yeah. So I think, you know, with Physical activity with exercise, like I said, it's very mood elevating. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel alive. When you go out there and get some fresh air, it's also comforting for for kids to realize that life goes on. This doesn't have to be debilitating. This pandemic doesn't have to completely shut you down. So again, it's comforting. It's reassuring for families. But keeping active also makes sure that your health, your immune system, everything is revved up. You're exposed to everyday germs. We don't want these children and adults growing where you have your white blood cells getting completely complacent and not have anything to fight. So being exposed to the environment, having a few everyday healthy germs on your body, it's a good immune booster again. And, you know, it doesn't have to be in a big chunk. You don't have to do 30 minutes at one time, because especially when kids have a lot of homework or you have a lot of Zoom meetings and you have things going on, carving out 30 minutes during the day might be a little hard. It is getting dark earlier and earlier, so instead split it up. Do 10 minutes three times a day, and this can be, you know, mimic a school schedule, for example, like a morning recess, a lunch recess, and right after school, and now we're talking 10 minutes each time, and that's easy to replicate. And uh, you mentioned there about how busy families are, even despite the pandemic, Families really are busy, and whether they're busy in the same way that they were before, as you say, it might be parents on Zooms and that kind of thing. So what are some tips you have for making time just for families to get moving? One of the first things I've been recommending for my families is see if you can get a stand-up desk or you can just get a little box or a carton that goes on top of the children's desk so the laptop or the computer is sitting at a higher level and they can just stand just that small change can keep you moving and keep you mobile and it'll improve your posture. The second thing is use a timer. Have it written down there. At 10.30, I'm going to take a 10-minute break. Get out of the chair. Keep some equipment right next to the chair if you like, a jump rope, maybe some low-weight dumbbells. Get down there, do some push-ups, do some squats. Have a timetable for the week. Mondays are going to be push-ups and squats day. Tuesday is going to be maybe tricep dips on the chair, or Wednesday can be burpee day. And so if you have something written down, you're more likely to stick to it. If you think you'll do it when you get a break the next time, it's probably never going to happen. So just get that blood pumping, get moving. And if you can, make 10 minutes three times a day, put it on a timer, 
It's easy for kids if it's a period. This is your workout period. You're going to have it. It's not the same as having PE, but at least it'll be a little bit of movement. And then after school, at the end of the day, before it starts getting too dark, have a family outing. Just go out for a walk or take the dog out for a walk. Or if you don't have a dog, maybe walk a neighbor's dog or you know, just walk down to the farmer's market and just pick up fruit instead of driving to the farmer's market. So anything to just get moving, and this has to be a conscious effort, because if you don't make a conscious effort, it probably won't happen. Yeah, that sounds right. It sounds like something we really do need to make time for. It doesn't have to be super formal, but as you say, putting some things down on paper, having some sort of plan, of course, forgiving ourselves if we don't get to everything, but at least setting out with a plan and trying to make time you know, for exercise and family activities. That sounds like a great approach right now. As we get close to wrapping up here, what are the most effective activities for kids to do when it comes to exercise? We've all found during COVID-19 that we've been maybe more creative than we ever thought we could be. So maybe there's some level of creativity as well in exercise, right? Absolutely. So with the gyms being closed and with limited access to outdoor stuff, you know, you can do everything at home. All you need are simple, simple things. A jump rope, you can easily do a jump rope. Um, If you have low-weight dumbbells at home, you could do overhead squats with it. You could do goblet squats with it. You could do your bicep uh, curls. But if you don't have any equipment at home, no problem. You can use groceries as a weight training equipment. You can, again, use body weight exercises like squats, push-ups, pull-ups, burpees. Burpees are so effective. It gets your heart rate going. They're not very popular, but they are very effective. You could just do jumping jacks. So these are simple things that everybody should be able to do. I am a CrossFitter. For me, squats are, you know, the the, the basis of everything in life is a squat. (laughs) So get down there and... It'll, it'll improve the, you know, the children's core muscle groups, but it'll also just make you more flexible. So just incorporate some squats into your life. Maybe sit on an exercise ball. If, you know, if you're sitting down to do a short meeting or you're doing emails or you're doing homework um, and you don't want to stand, perhaps sit on an exercise ball and the same thing. It'll, it'll force you to engage your core muscles. So it doesn't have to be a formal exercise. This is just functional movement. If nothing, reach overhead and try to rearrange all the groceries and stuff a little bit higher up on the shelf. So just to get the blood pumping. So we want movement. We want movement in the arms. We want movement in the core muscles and your hip muscle groups. And they can be just simple everyday movement. Doctor, as we wrap up, anything else you want to tell parents, families, kids about how to stay mentally and physically well? during the pandemic? Yeah, so staying mentally well at this time because there's so much of conflicting data that's coming in and it's so confusing. People always are forwarding articles. We don't even know where these articles are originating. Are they legitimate? So my number one suggestion is trying to screen that out. Try not to discuss that as much, as particularly with the families, with the kids. At the dinner table, make a pact. That 30-minute dinner time, we're not going to talk anything related to the pandemic. Any topic, any other topic is fine, but how what you read about or what you hear about will not be discussed at the dinner table. And the second thing is, of course, enforcing a family meal, sitting down and eating together, and get moving. Get outdoors until winter hits and the weather becomes really hard for you to step outside 
get out there, get some sunlight. And if you can, sit down outdoors and do your work. If, if it's possible, go sit at a park. Uh, I am a big believer in picnic lunches. If nothing, even if you're busy, just for those 15 minutes, go sit out in the park or sit out on a grassy area somewhere, put out a rug and just sit and eat your lunch there. And then you can, you know, that, that'll motivate you to keep moving and get outdoors. So I think the biggest thing is try to screen out information that's coming in. There is a lot of information overload for our children and for us. And the second thing is, please keep moving. Get out there, keep moving. That's a great way to end and great advice. You know, get out there, get moving, keep moving. Doctor, I love your positivity today. Thank you so much for your time and your expertise, and you stay well. Thank you, Scott. You too. For more information, visit stanfordchildrens.org. And we hope you found this podcast to be helpful and informative. And if you did, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Health Talks from Stanford Children's Health. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well, and we'll talk again next time.